0: hello this is take 10 short conversations about the toy industry and issues affecting it with me chris Byrne, and my co-host on the playground podcast richard gottlieb and today yet another trade show has postponed and what are the implications in the near term and the longer term for the changes in hong kong and we are recording this on friday october 16th and it's important to note the date because we've just heard that another show has postponed. That's the Hong Kong Toys and Games Fair. It's now been rescheduled to the end of April. And of course, as with Toy Fair, coming up right after that in New York, there are a lot of issues going on. Richard, what's your thinking on this?
1: I think first of all, this is just another domino to fall in terms of trade shows. Uh, It's not unexpected. I think what is unexpected is the timing of the show. Uh, which really bumps right into New York Toy Fair, which uh, should, God willing, we all be able to travel easily at that time, is going to create a lot of challenges for people who would need to be in two places at one time. Because if you have two shows bumping up against each other on two opposite sides of the world, (laughs) that really leads to some real logistics uh, challenges. And, And obviously, it appears, at least to me, that New York Toy Fair and uh, Hong Kong Trade Development Council didn't get together on <laughs> it, as far as I can see.
0: So Hong Kong has moved it to the 27th to 30th of April. And the reason they're doing it is it's concurrent with the printing and packaging fair and deluxe print pack. And it's all sort of trying to roll as many things together as possible to be as efficient as possible.
1: Well, yeah, I'm not sure efficiency is the the watchword right now, but certainly, uh, probably from a costing standpoint and a calendar standpoint, it works. I think the bigger issue is the ultimate fate of Hong Kong itself. Chris, for those who are not familiar with the toy industry calendar, we kind of migrate uh, from place to place. We we start in Dallas and we migrate. Hong Kong, and then to Nuremberg, Germany, and then to New York. And all these shows have been postponed. Uh, The Nuremberg show actually being postponed uh, even later than New York Toy Fair. What's significant about the Hong Kong show is Americans really, they go to Hong Kong, but they don't go to the show. So Americans, Brits, and some other Westerners congregate in the Kowloon area of Hong Kong, where there are toy showrooms and there are hotels with suites. It is really questionable whether those people who go for the Kowloon side of the business, not the show,
0: are going to go. I agree. And there are some American manufacturers that do show in the convention center. And I think it may be appropriate for them. But the big issue with all these shows is where, where it comes in the product development year. So we're too late for sales for 2021 because people should be manufacturing already. And we're too early to show 2022, certainly not Q4 stuff. There may be some early spring stuff to show, but we don't know. The one advantage to this time for some American companies may be that they would be planning to be over there anyway as manufacturing is starting. But I can't see buyers from Walmart, Target, Kohl's, wherever, any of the the big guys who typically go to Hong Kong in January going at this time?
1: No, I think even if the coronavirus is eased off, I would be doubtful that those who handle, and I'm not kidding here, their liability insurance, uh, their lawyers, et cetera, would probably strongly recommend against going because you don't want to be the management that sent people over and got sick. So uh, it raises huge questions about how product's going to be shown and how product's going to be evaluated and what this is going to do to all kind of timelines in terms of operations and logistics, setting planograms, making decisions, et cetera. But Chris, after all around this, I think there's another significant issue that, that we should explore, and that is the rise of Shenzhen, Absolutely. Uh, possibly at the expense of, of Hong Kong. Now, again, for those who are not as familiar with these things, Hong Kong, which was a special part of China that had its own democratic institutions, has now basically been absorbed into China. There's still some democratic institutions functioning in Hong Kong, but it's changing. And um, Hong Kong is very close to Shenzhen. Shenzhen used to be a very remote kind of area. It's now an enormous city. They're building the second tallest skyscraper in the world there, and they just opened the largest convention center in the world. Uh, So the question is going to become, what is it going to look like in terms of the toy industry and its relationship with Chinese production in terms of where we go? Shenzhen, Hong Kong? For those who are not aware, it's I would say Shenzhen is about an hour by train. Is that
0: uh, it's It's about an hour, an hour and a half by high speed rail from from Hong Kong. It's very easy to get to. You simply need a visa, but you can get a ten year visa relatively easily. So I think there are very few barriers to entering into China.
1: Well, what, what's significant is that the Chinese government is really touting uh, Shenzhen. Uh, President Xi was just there celebrating the city. So. Um, Going forward, it's going to be very interesting to see if the role as an international banking center, as the role as an international business center, and frankly, the role as an international toy center, will shift, or possibly whether we'll see Hong Kong and Shenzhen as one giant megalopolis.
0: And the issue has been that the Chinese shows have typically been shows for the domestic Chinese market. But with the move to Shenzhen from Guangzhou... They are moving closer to the areas where international travelers have offices. They are in the Guangdong province where there's a lot of manufacturing. It really is a commitment to bringing international business into China. So I don't think there are that many barriers to people making the move, and especially if they can make it attractive in a time and expense manner. I think there's a lot of potential for that to grow as an international show.
1: As with everything else that's going on, Chris, you do get this feeling that there are seismic shifts taking place in the world and that the toy industry is certainly not immune in how we do business, where we do business, (laughs) when we do business are are all shifting before our eyes and we're all going to have to accommodate that.
0: I completely agree. And the one constant that's not changing is Santa has to fly on December 24th. (laughs) So that date is pretty much immovable. So it, in other industries, you can move a season, a few weeks, a month, whatever. For toys, you gotta get that stuff to the North Pole so Santa can get it in the sleigh and get it to the kids.
1: And let's just hope President Trump doesn't get <laughs> angry at Santa Claus.
0: <laughs> I can you just imagine the tweets, you know, <laughs> about, about Santa, Santa. <laughs> sad low low energy elf <laughs> Yeah, he's just a big fat low energy elf. Now, we really don't get into politics here, but uh because toys are <laughs> toys are not political. So Richard, I'm starting to sound like a broken record. I don't know if anybody listening remembers records, but I'm starting to sound like a broken record because what we end up saying at the end of each of these conversations is we're going to have to wait and see, but I think that the future is going to belong to those who are able to see change, predict change, and of course, respond to that in a way that builds business. And we're seeing a lot of tactics and technologies and strategies already impacting the toy industry. Trade shows are just one other way that are gonna be impacted by this change in the culture.
1: Well, we're basically building the plane while we're flying. (laughs) That's scary. (laughs)
0: Let's just hope we can plan this sucker. <laughs> that's that's true. Thanks for listening. You can check out all the episodes of The Playground Podcast at theplaygroundpodcast.com. I'm Chris Byrne with Richard Gottlieb, and we are brought to you by Global Toy Experts and The Toy Guy, and we'll see you next time.